Good evening, one and all. Welcome along to season three, episode thirty-six of the UK Dallas Cowboys uh, podcast. Tonight, I'm joined by my two Scottish compatriots, Lauren and Paul, and by the man in Yorkshire himself. And let's hope his internet connection holds up long enough for him to actually say hello, Jamie. <laughs> to be fair, Brian, sometimes you don't have a right saying that, or sometimes yeah. you tend to go that way as well. <laughs> oh no, I'm just gonna. Cowboy. Where's I'm going to get my licks in while I can. <laughs> <laughs> but how are we all doing, folks? I'm good. I'm just happy the fact that we know who exactly who we're playing. I know yeah. exactly what time we're playing that. And we just need to be sure that we're no longer in regular season mode. We're now in playoff mode. Every game is full mm. down to the bone. Smash their face in, pretty much. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and it was good that we went out on a high, um, you know, mm-hmm. with a record-setting performance. Um, even if it was against Scrubs, you got you got to you got to go against who you need to, who you're facing, and you know, for God's sakes, there'd be a hell of a lot of people in uproar if we only put twenty on them um, and only just one. And it could well, have been could have, yeah. been could have been worse. We could have been Chargers fans, you know, and hoping oh, oh, oh. hoping. <laughs> Oh yeah, I would hate. I would hate. I'd hate to be a Chargers fan right now. I really yeah. would. Um. Uh, yeah. I. I completely agree. Like, like it's kind of funny. Like back in the pro, uh, the pregame show, uh, me and Big Game, me and Big Game were thinking about the scoreline, and we, I was saying seventeen ten, and he was saying twenty thirteen, and and both of us were like, <laughs> well, I'm happy. He's happy. <laughs> the fact that we scro- like, it doesn't matter if it's against Strubs or not, but the fact is it's a divisional rival. We're 6 0 in the NFC East. No one in our division has any right to say and slide us off. They have no right because for how they are bad their teams are doing. Like you've got the Washington Copycats, you've got the New York Giants have just completely went clean house. They finally got rid of David Gettleman, which in all fairness to the Giants, that's actually probably a good thing for them. Who knows? But but Eros will, will be Eros. Their fans are trash, blah blah blah. blah. Anyway, I, I'm 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 enough stating the facts here. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, Jamie, how was the game in London on Sunday? Seeing as we didn't hear from you all Saturday night. I'm, I'm oh just, yeah. All, 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 all I'm going to say is that. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get out there early, shall we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But look, as as always, folks, look, get plenty of your comments in and let us know what your thoughts were. We have a few hot takes tonight. There is a the, 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 there are some some things bubbling under the collar for a lot of us, um, which we will get into. Um, but look, oh, let us know your oh. thoughts. Let us know your thoughts and thoughts from the game. Let us know what your thoughts are on our playoff match coming up this weekend. Obviously, Mike and the guys will be along um, on Thursday, Thursday evening for the for the show. <laughs> And uh, yeah, now now Valenti behave. Um, <laughs> but I was just thinking, guys, as I was doing up the stats for the the show today, this is actually our first time in the three years of this show where we are talking about a week seventeen game, and we're talking about playoffs. 
how does that feel? Well, it's a week eight, week eighteen. If you want to be specific, that's fair, Lord. That is yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, Lord, Lord's, yeah, Lord's right because we still had yeah. the bye week. So, yeah. And I, and I, I really, I saw something this week. Um, there was an NFL UK uh, email that came out advertising, obviously, what was on Game Pass. It said first time ever there was a week eighteen. And I'm thinking, well, actually, there was two bye weeks in the 1993 season that made it 18 weeks as well. And I felt like, I felt like <laughs> throwing them up on that. Because yeah. actually, literally two days later, they posted about Emmett Smith running with the ball with his separated shoulder to, mm. to beat the Giants. And that was in week 18 of the 1993 season. So, um, yeah. He went for 200 yards in that game, Lauren, didn't he? Oh, I or close to it. Two hundred and thirty-nine. I think it was all purpose yeah. yards. Or yeah, um, it was absolutely um, nuts. Um, just oh, sorry, no, Andy. No, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like I, I will know. never do that. <laughs> never. Yeah, oh, I would prefer to go back to Tampa Bay and kick their asses. Yep. <laughs> I will never cheer for that team. I won't even mention their names. So, no, no that's not happening. Ladies, and, gen- anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we have a Brian fired up. A Brian's mm-hmm. fired up. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But look, yeah, it is. Look, it's great. It's great to be that we have have playoffs coming up. And um, just the, the point there that Craig is making that. Glad we got the 49ers instead of the cars. Can't wait. I wouldn't agree with that. What? Am I the only yeah, one that wouldn't I, agree with that? But, well, I, I would have taken anybody. Yeah. Yeah, I would have. Like, uh, we, played, we, played, we played Tampa Bay already. Um, mm-hmm. We, yeah, it wasn't too good against the Cardinals, but we knew what we were, what we were facing. Like you say, we need to get more pressure on, on Kyler Murray. And, yeah. Jimmy G essentially can be a, an interception time bomb, and so can Matt Stafford. So mm. the, the, yeah. the one team that we don't really want to play is the, the team that we'd have to face in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, as, as, yeah. As, as, and what's just great good mm. for us, if we were to win all of our games, the next time we would actually meet Green Bay, if things would go in that trajectory, yeah. would it be the NFC Championship. That would yeah. be it. Yep. So, um, yeah, see where it came to, when we were draw the 49ers, I'm like, uh, you know what, it'll be an interesting game, but I'm actually, I'm not so much worried about the game, I'm more worried about the turnout that's going to happen in Cowboy Stadium. Mm, that's but true. Because I, I don't know about you guys, but every time 49ers come over to Dash, they show up. Every time. And, yeah, and, and, not, and, and not just me noticed this, but all the other content, content creators from Brandon yeah. to JTalk to Nix to everybody um, where make the comments like that. If, if Cowboys fans are selling their tickets to like random people, why the hell are you not going to this game? Why yeah. not? Yep. Like, you should be going yeah. there, going to this game and cheering your boys. But, but it comes to yeah. the actual game itself. Um, 
I'm feeling pretty confident if I'm being perfectly honest. Like the mm. only thing that like, the only thing I'm kind of worried about is their front seven. That's the mm. only thing I'm worried about. Like I think yeah. in terms of their secondary, I think there's holes that can definitely do stuff on. But yeah. we'll cover that. We'll we'll cover that a lot more going down the line for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'll we kind of discuss that Thursday. I mean, I well, mean, just to well, just to piggyback, just to piggyback on what Paul was saying about you know the 49ers traveling. 49ers were playing in the Rams stadium on Sunday there and they were saw, loud. We saw well, I, even... I, I saw a number of tweets where you know it was just a sea of red. I mean there there must have been over 50% of the crowd was wearing red there on on uh, on Sunday night. So mm-hmm. um you know they they do travel well and you know this this is a game that you know obviously it's a classic. Um, it's, it's a classic. It's a classic. Like, like it goes back to the the era of the nineties when you had Dion playing for San Francisco, Jeremy Rice was playing and stuff like that, and we had Irvin Smith and Aitman. It kind of goes back to that, but it's not well. The matchup is a classic, but I wouldn't say the lineup is a classic when you compare the two teams, yeah. like from those eras to now. Like I would say, yeah. we have the more talent in the team, but yep. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. Like it's any given Sunday. Yeah. Um. Look, not to not to get too far off track because, as we say, the guys will be will be talking about this on on Thursday evening's show. Um. You know, kind of to recap what happened at the weekend. We beat that team at some at their dump. We beat them fifty one to twenty six. We finished twelve and five on the season. We won the NFC East, number three ranked team. And the one thing I, yeah, six no on the NFC East. The one thing I I had to laugh when I was doing these stats. They said there was a, there was uh, there was um, a full capacity crowd at the game. Now, I mean, I could see thousands and blocks of empty seats, but they said yeah. they, had a, they had a full house. Yeah, but I apparently mean, the Eagles the Eagles fans went dressed as sea sudden. That's what I heard. <laughs> No, no. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Brian. And this is this is not fat shaming, but one Eagle fan can fit up to two seats. <laughs> that's what they call. That's, that's what they call dirty birds. So they like the like yeah. the like the like the So sorry, it's but true. it's true. <laughs> it's very very true. But um, as we say, yes. Look. There you go. We know Mike. Mike is there in the background and sent us in the comments. But as yes. we say, your comments, your interaction, get them into us. We will pull up everything we can. We'll discuss things as we go through the program. And as always, you are our MVPs, folks. Without you, we're four guys here just chatting amongst ourselves and what we thought on the game. And I'm sure we're all sick of hearing each other's opinions from the weekend. <laughs> this yes. I need to bring up I need to bring up Benny's comment as well. Yeah, uh, go like, for it there, but like, like thanks Benny for like yourself and everybody else from DJ Doll to mm. um like F- F- Valenti, everybody and uh, Austin yeah, Powers. Austin, mm. yeah, like like everybody like it's came on the show, like everyone brand new. I like I could go through all the names. I'm trying to like mm. I'm trying to see how like like also Joe from Italy. Andy, yeah, Craig, Craig, like the list goes on and on. You guys are the MVPs of the show. Like, if it wasn't for you guys, we like Brian's just saying, we're just four regular, four regular guys talking about the show. Yeah, absolutely. 
before we go much further, let's break it down and let's talk. So, coming out, coming out of the weekend, obviously we rested a couple of players. We had a couple of players on COVID, so um, um, you can see there that we, we did secure the three seed. So, the injury updates that I've seen is we've added Kai Forbat to our practice squad. Am, am, I, am, I, the, am I the one that's so happy about that? Oh, no, 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 def definitely. I mean, no, you no. know, this this is a time we need a trusted kicker. And, yeah. you know, obviously Fasso was talk uh, talking yesterday. Uh, I don't know if you've caught the, the I podcast. Saw it. I, and I'm, I saw it. And I'm sorry, but I'm I'm shocked by that statement, if I'm being perfectly yeah. honest. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, till now that you just realised? Come on. Yeah. Oh. Right. Anyway, and, uh, he's, yeah. he's he's undergoing he's going uh, to to do some psychological stuff this week to try and get him to stop thinking about uh, <sighs> you know everything so that he can just focus on doing his job. So, well, yeah. you know that just seems a bit, you know. Um, what, what 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 does Greg Sutherland need? Like actual stereo foam headphones to cancel the noise when he's doing a kick? I mean, what else does he need? Like I, I understand the pressures of a kicker, and yes, kickers yeah. are people. I get that, and you need a tremendous leg to kick the ball from over fifty yards. Like the the amount of torque and power in that. But come on, it's like when it comes like like when it comes to the longer field goals, Greg's great, but it's, it seems to be the more easier opportunities, like from uh, extra points. To twenty-five year uh, yard field goals, twenty-nine yard. You're like, once he should be making easily, just like that. Yeah. It should be yeah. drilled in, and yeah, yeah I'm. Andre, and if he's if he's been playing, and and we've always said this here in UK Cowboys, if you're injured, don't play. Get someone yeah. else in, like because yeah. the, then there's that risk and. If Greg's been injured all this whole time and he's cost us a few games, I wouldn't. I would not want him on that starting. I would not want him on the field against the Forty Niners. I'm sorry, I'm pure going off on a tangent here, but no, 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 to totally okay. Makes makes total sense. Um, as we said, there was a few few guys missed out on Saturday, rested sort of COVID just in case. So we do expect Tyron Smith, Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, and Donovan Wilson will all be back on Sunday. Um, we will um, also have, sorry, who is the other one? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, Blake Jarwin actually made his comeback against that team on Saturday night and looked reasonably good. So that always helps. Um, the team on Saturday also set multiple different records, not just... Cowboys records, NFL records, you know, and I think it's time we gave this team a bit of appreciation for what they've done during this season. Absolutely. They have had 22 players score a touchdown, which is an NFL record. As you can see there, Corey Clement, Ito Smith and Jaquan Hardy added to the 19 who'd already scored. Dak broke the single season passing record in 16 games, folks, not 17. And we had we were the first team to ever have a four thousand yard passer 
a 1,000-yard rusher, a 1,000-yard receiver, a defensive player with 10 sacks, and a defensive player with 10-plus interceptions. And yet, people are still complaining. I mean, I can understand why, because the Eagles, it was a second team. But, mm. but what you just stated there, Brian, like... My, my only like so what came from before we were talking about the pregame when it came to yeah. the, the Eagles, it was more so do we play our starters? And my answer was yes, we need to play them because of the slump of that Cardinals game that we had. We yeah. need to get them back into the get them that back in that mindset of that moving the ball forward, try and get Zeke into that momentum going forward. And we saw that from Zeke. We saw that from Dak. We saw that from a variety of players. Dalton Schultz, again, like, he was there. Like, he was, he, he was a wee bit incognito for the past couple of weeks, to be perfectly honest. But we finally saw the offense. Like, you can call it against the B team, whatever. You call it as you want. It's still a rival game. I don't care how you want to sugarcoat it or not. There should be no complaining of it. Like the fact is, we like, like if you want to mourn at someone, mourn at the Eagles. Like, would would you really want the Eagles to have their best players on the field? Hell no! You want to absolutely go to their field and smash their face in every single time with your best players available. And I don't yeah. care if they're backups or not. Make them pay for it. Yeah. Make them pay. That's just me. Yeah, I mean, Jamie. Even even defensively, we we did start some of our young guys. I mean, mm. Nashawn Wright, Kelvin Joseph, they got they got fairly extensive work. That's great because that yep. means should the worst come to the worst, and you know we need injury cover during the playoffs. These guys aren't coming in and looking like deer in the headlights. You know, mm. the the intensity between regular season and post uh, postseason stuff is is that much, it's another level up. So, you know, these guys, you know, if they were during the headlights in a regular season game, to go to a post-season game and mm-hmm. make your first start, that would be quite quite yep. some feat, you know. Um, hey, you, you only have to look at, uh, you know, obviously 40, 40 years ago, the catch with Everson Walls. Everson Walls had the 11... The eleven interceptions that season, but you know he even if you listen to Mick shots, he'll tell you the postseason was a completely different. Um, you know, it, it was a step up for him and the guys in that. You know, and obviously, hopefully, we get some revenge for forty years ago. But um, yeah, go on, Jamie. You're yeah. itching yeah. there, eh? No, no, I was just listening to what Lauren was saying, but uh, like you say, it's just, it's a like, it's like certain teams in the Premier League, I mean, fans are never happy, but that's true. The, the, best, the best, the best way to think about it is you've got it, you've gone into the playoffs on the back of a, it wasn't even, a, it wasn't even a big win. You went into the backyard of your most, your most hated rivals. Give them an ass spanking, but on a fifty burger in their own backyard the week before the playoffs with your stars, yeah. like like said, some of the some of the the younger players, some of the backups got in and and performed, got some yards, got some vital snaps. What more could you ask for? I, I, and like Paul said, don't care if they put their second team out. 
everyone despises the Eagles. They got their asses handed to them. Mm-hmm. That puts yeah. them on a downer coming into their game for the playoffs. So that hopefully helps them get another spanking this week. And we go in on the back of a, a massive win that this that this team really needed. It needed a, a dominating win last week because yeah. nothing, nothing, a, a shocking performance would have been the worst way to go into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. absolutely. And and this kind of leads up to the comment from Valenti I want to bring up. And we can talk yeah. about how amazing the stats are and whatever. But I do mm. tend to agree with Valenti Senior. I will take a Super yeah. Bowl all over stats any given yeah. day. And and I, I totally I totally agree. But at the same time, we still need to kind of appreciate for what the offense has done. But at the same yeah. time, the main goal, the main goal is mm. get past 49 mm. get past whoever the next Persons yeah. and get get our way to that Super Bowl and get that yeah. silver ring. You just so. you just look in the off season. No no one does an America's game. Um, what, how would you call it? Documentary. That's it. An America's game documentary on teams that played well. The America's game is done on the team that wins the Super Bowl. If the Cowboys played seventeen regular season games and played absolutely dog crap in every single one of them and went on to win the Super Bowl, who cares? Like you say, at the end of the day, you play to win. A championship you don't go out there to to play nice and play eye-catching football you go out there to win who give a shit if you could play eye-catching football and go 0-17 oh, oh, does it matter yeah. no listen i think i think we may have another controversial comment and i think this kind of follows up to what andy was saying in regards to the eagles mm. if uh we want them to beat tampa it's like so we can beat them shut up their mouth. But here's the thing, though. That all depends on the Rams and Cardinals game as well. Like, mm-hmm. wh- whoever that last seed is. In fact, actually, yeah. I'm just trying to think, actually. The Eagles are the last seed. Yeah, yeah Eagles are seven. Yeah. So, yeah, so if they knock the, out Tampa Bay. So they're playing Green yeah. Bay. So we are not going to play them. So that kind of defeats the logic behind that, does it not? Yeah. Uh, am, am I right? If Tampa wins, then obviously they don't play. It's all based on fourth, fifth, and seventh rankings. So that's yeah. Rams, Cardinals, and Eagles. Basically, yeah. the Green Green Bay play the lowest ranked. Um, yeah, so it'll be, it'll, it'll winner be, uh, yeah. of the wild card round. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, so it's those three teams. So we like if 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 Philly Philly was to win against Tampa and. God, I hope they don't. Um, mm-hmm. We won't be playing them. It will be Green Bay, and yeah, and and it's it's either Cardinals, Rams, or Eagles. That's the teams that Green Bay will be matched up against. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but point 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 we we kind of have in there in terms of as we say the stats and like. Look, none of us are saying just because we've done all these amazing things on the stat sheet that, that that's great. We still all, at the end of the day, care about winning matches and would forgo all of that. But you still need to take the time to appreciate what we've done. And as we say, a 4,000-yard passer, a 1,000-yard rusher, a 1,000-yard receiver, guy with 10-plus sacks, guy with 10-plus interceptions, it's never been done before. You know, that, that, that needs to be recognised. Yeah, but... And not to kind of be the 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 miserable one in the room, but 
if 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 we don't get past this week, then what does it matter? Mm. And I'm not I'm not saying that yeah. that, that, the, yeah. that those stats are something to look back on, but yeah, would you rather have all those stats and not go to the Super Bowl, or have none of them in the top ten and go as far as we, we can? Like I say, no, it sounds really miserable. And yeah, yeah, it's nice to see that we've got these stats, but. If we go out this weekend, it doesn't really give a shit, does it? It's, it? The season's over and it's a long all season. And, and then what we're doing on this programme is from, what, next week, we, we're talking mm-hmm. about the draft. But we're not going out this weekend, Jamie. Oh, yeah, but you know what I mean? It's okay. like, it's, let's just, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's all good and well, but I'd, I'd rather yeah. just, yeah, I'd, I'd trade those yeah. stats for a, a long playoff. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't think anyone would disagree with you on that at all. It's just maybe taking, you know, a little bit of perspective and going, hey, like, the two things don't have to be mutually exclusive. We can have all those stats and still make a long playoff run. Mm. That's all we want to see, you know. I Yeah, I get your point that you're making in terms of it doesn't mean much if we go out on Sat or on Sunday. We're not going to go out on Sunday. We're going to win. It's as right. simple as that. Oh yeah, I think we're going to win. But yeah, right. Can I like so? I just want to reiterate. Whole, I just want to reiterate the playoff picture here. So yeah. as it stands, right. So we've got obviously number one seed Packers, two Bucks, Cowboys, three Rams, four. So that's your top four who won the conferences. Mm. So. Five, six, and seven, Cardinals, 49ers, and Eagles, right? So in this scenario, right, obviously, the, the Green Bay Packers will get the lowest-ranked team that's actually won their game, mm. like going yeah. through past the wild card. So even if the, if the Eagles win, they're playing Green Bay. We are not playing the Eagles mm. by any yeah. means. Yeah. Right? So um, if the 49ers win uh, – sorry, no, sorry, no 49ers. If the Cardinals win – and beats the Rams, and uh, uh, then, and if, if uh, Bucks beat the Eagles, then it's Cardinals versus um, Green Bay. Like I'm just trying to like rough edge all the yeah. scenarios, but but either yeah. way, we have no way of matching up with the Eagles in the playoffs, unfortunately. Which I would love at the same time because we can put a second beat down on them, but it's not the case. Hold on, Paul. We could host them in the NFC Championship game. Yep. Oh no 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 You're asking. No, no, I am not. I am not accepting. You're asking a whole lot. We could. What you're saying as a fact? Yes, true. That in theory that could happen, but I am not buying it. I am not buying the Eagles to even pass the first round. I think Tom Brady will smash them. Left, right, and center. I really do. You know what? As as much as we all think it's going to happen, I think last week proved that the NFL you cannot guarantee anything. Everybody thought that the Colts were going to absolutely spank the Jags and make the playoff, and the yeah. the Colts got turned over. So, as as much as I agree, I never say never. Yeah. Any given Sunday. I still cannot believe the Colts did not make the playoffs. That is shocking. And let's not forget we were seconds away from the Steelers being out of the playoffs. Yeah. Yep. Like the only result that could have taken the Steelers out of the playoffs 
was a tie and we were seconds away from it. So anything <laughs> can happen in this league, folks. And if if only the Chargers coach hadn't called a timeout. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot stand the Steelers as well. That's it. Oh, DJ Dog, I absolutely love this comment. <laughs> Do you know, yeah. when you mention that, I'd seen, I'd, seen, I'd seen somebody, I can't remember who tweeted it, saying that Carson Wentz is essentially Baker Mayfield without the um, endorsements. <laughs> I thought it was yeah. Baker Mayfield with ginger hair. Yeah, you could look at it that way, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Both of no talent. Oh yeah, especially I mean one of them comes from a crappy university. <laughs> I was gonna say both that, though, did. Yeah. yeah, true actually, but saying that though, um I mean at least at least a decent wide receiver came from that university. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that decent there, quarterback came from that school as well. Won us three Super Bowls. Yep. Uh... It depends how you want to play that one. Technically, yeah, technically no. We'll let you have it on a technicality, Brian. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But look, as a, look, we're half an hour into the programme and we are in the weeds, so let's move it over and let's actually talk a bit about the game on Sunday. So let's flip it over to... So, offensively, a 50-burger was raised. How do you feel about that, um, especially given what had happened the previous week? Um, I will say it is an improvement. I still say that like, we could still done a lot more damage with Dak like, early on in the game. I felt as though we were still a little bit rough on the edges in the first half. But we came, but we came to the third quarter, and then when obviously when Cap came off, it's like it was it was like a free for all pretty much. But I will say it is an improvement. There are still things I think we'll still need to uh, adjust and yeah. fix, especially in the offensive line, which is something we've all talked about all season. Um, yeah, yeah. But overall, I'm happy and content. But I'm more. Um, I'm trying to find the right word here. Um, not worried, but I'm just kind of, I'm feeling a wee bit apprehensive to how we're going to approach when it comes to this mm. uh, 49ers front seven, if you know. Yeah. 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 I mean, M- Milton Williams was looking like Fletcher Cox out there at, at yeah. points. And I, think mm. he, I think he is going to be a good player in this league, but, um, you know, some of the things he was doing against, I think he was he was also up. Well, I think by the time he was in, it was McGovern that he was playing playing mm. right uh, right uh, left guard. Sorry, uh, no right guard. No right um, guard, yeah. Right guard, and you know he was he was manhandling McGovern, which you know is a bit of a yeah. concern. Um, and you know, he, even in the first half, I think Dak was running around quite a bit. He was having to keep mobile um you know the pressure was coming as well um but i mean the the fact that zeke looked you know zeke had a 26 yarder zeke looked as if he had that burst um you know if if that had been a game that we needed to win and you know we needed to put 
the the ball in Zeke's hands, that I think he would have gone over a hundred yards, no problem. I yeah. mean, especially yeah. if you you saw the way that um, obviously Ito Smith and um, Corey Clement and uh, Jaquan Hardy were running as well. I mean, you know that that twenty-two yarder from Jaquan Hardy to to become the twenty-second player. I mean, I thought that <laughs> that was quite good. That you know. It, it, the, the amount of yards matched the number of players yeah. that scored a TD, um, yeah. but you know, it, it it's certainly promising. And hopefully, you know, one of the things, one of the the goals that the offense had was to come in and look sharp, yeah. and um, you know, they certainly did that. Yeah, okay, again, quality of the competition. You know, but you can you, It's not like you can go and say it's not like Madden, where you can go and say, right, I'm going to play the 49ers this week, and or I'm going to I'm going to go up against a, an all-star team or anything like that. You have to play what's in front of you. We did that. We we were crisp. Um, yeah, there were a few few question mark calls, um, but you know, in general, we came out. The, the only potential injuries we have is Keanu Neal. Um, mm. But, you know, every, everybody got playing time. It, you know, everybody got to sharpen their skills. And I think, you yeah. know, we, we should feel that the confidence is there for going into next week. Yeah. I think as well it shows that we've got, um, we've got depth there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people, like, if you look at the kind of the stats for CD Lamb and for oh, that play um, from Lamb is fantastic. From mm. um, Amari Cooper, it it shows that if if this week the Niners double team those guys, that we know that Cedric Wilson is going to be a dependable, reliable mm. option. It, I mean, he smashed it this week. Well, 119 yards for two touchdowns, targeted six times and five receptions. So, I mean, that's 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 why receiver one stuff is at. So that so you yeah. know you got that, and, and then Long just touched it there. I mean, Clement, Hardy, Smith, they all got in on the act, got some big yards. Zeke looked like the old Zeke, um, and just to touch on on Hardy, and it's it's one of them. I mean, he, he's on, he's in that position of the team that. Snaps are going to be few and far between, and the, the run for his touchdown was was immense. That that probably got him an extra couple of snaps this this week. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so if, if if the Niners want to take out Z out of the game, want to take out our top two receivers, we're going to have a lot of players that are going to be able to handle the rock and and get some good yards and and get us in some good field positions. Yeah. And just just want to bring up a point, and I know this is going to look like Joe, we're we're jumping on you again, and we're not. That you know, not complaining about fifty points, but we did score against their backups. Our last three touchdowns were pretty much our backups against their backups, so yeah. it's not really a fair comparison to make. Yes, Dak Dak did his thing in the first half, and. But we were 30 points up at the half. But as the guys have kind of said, you know, Corey Clement came in, had a big Boston run. Ezra Smith came in, got his touchdown. Jaquan Hardy came in, big Boston run as well, and got his touchdown. So 
That's oh. our third, fourth, and fifth choice running backs getting in don't for a touchdown. Don't forget, Brian. The first time we played the Eagles, we won forty-one twenty-one. Like we we, yeah. we we even smashed them even back at home as well, and that was yeah. when they had the full-on team as yeah. well. So yeah, like so like in a way we can shape this is like any of our divisional rivals have no say. You, you, like even if they had backups, they didn't have the quarterback. Like I'm sorry, but they had they had excuses. Like we had. We like for the majority we had like we mm. like, we didn't have not that last year, but we still tried to compete. I think well, mm. so. Like you know, well, maybe not making a fair comparison. I don't know if I'm making a fair comparison here, but but the, but the point is, is like throughout the whole year, we've just completely decimated our rivals. That's the end mm. game, you know. Yep. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's 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 like that kind of that Bill Belichick thing. Do your job. Yep. And yep. everybody to a man on Saturday night did their job. They did what they were supposed to. When they got their touches, they took advantage. And we cannot leave some Saturday's game without talking about Cedric Wilson. As Jamie said, five, five from six, 119 yards, two touchdowns. That's our wide receiver four. And that is the numbers he's putting up. Schultz came in and did his thing. I think that's I find that quite fu- uh, funny that you just mentioned Bill Belichick and his and his whole ma- mantra when it comes to the mm. Patriots is do your job. It seems like ever since Belichick came out with that, and and this is the comparison, like this is not a, against us as Cowboys fans, but mm. with, with Patriots fans towards their team, they don't care who scores the touchdown, they don't mm. care. About the stats or whatever, and that like, yeah. or or don't like whatever, and that they just want the win. Whereas, yeah. like, yeah, like for us, stats are cool and stuff like that. But it's more, like, we are more ugh, thinking about the bigger picture quite a lot. And sometimes, don't get me wrong, I I get way too ahead of myself sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, but I think what I'm trying to say is, is like. If we were to kind of take that same approach to our franchise, maybe we mm. won't be so harsh on them. That's what yeah. I'm trying to say, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I, I mean, you know, it obviously gives us a dilemma. You've, we talked last week about Michael Gallup going down injured. Um, he's a free agent next season. Cedric Wilson's a free agent next season. Noah Brown's a free agent next season. Just, just uh, I'll tell you something. Shows, we have got yeah. a lot of decisions to make. And um, well, I'll tell you what, Lolo, I am more worried of losing Cedric Wilson than I am mm. Michael Gallup now. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. obviously yeah. with the injury and stuff like that, but I'm more worried about. But like from that, even it just takes one game to really mm. stand out from the crowd, and and Cedric was on fire. In that game, yeah, like, like he looked like a number two wide receiver in that team, yeah. he really does. It, it, it has a little bit of a Miles Austin feel, don't you think? I say, that's a great that's comparison, it feels like. yeah, but that's yeah. a great, yeah, it, it, it generally like, did kind of feel like that, yeah. Like, and to then, be fair to Wilson, he's been doing it all year, yeah. he has come up clutch in so many big occasions this year. So, and, that, and, that's, I, and then that's the, that's un- the flip side. Then very underappreciated because yeah. teams teams are going to struggle to take these wide receivers out of the game. Say if you if you put Cedric Wilson, CD Lamb, 
and Lamara Cooper on the field at the same time. Plus, you've got Ezekiel Elliott in the in the backfield. Mm. Teams can't take all four of them out of the game. Someone is one of those four is going to be he's going to be open. And and you also have Dalton Schultz as well. Yeah, you know. So and, uh, it's, and it's, pick your poison. I know just that Cedric can throw the ball. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I think said think Cedric has a perfect quarterback rating this season. Oh, yeah. This season. Yeah, yeah, this how season. about Cedric Wilson throwing a TD on this this weekend? Oh God! I, I Jamie, know. behave! <laughs> no, nah, we're we're saving that for Super Bowl. It'll be Ooh. the Dallas. It will be the Dallas special, no doubt. No one, <laughs> no, no one, Kellen Moore. If, 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 like, and fingers crossed. Knock on wood, we get to the Super Bowl. I can see there's going to be some. And 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 yeah. this is me being my conspiracy theorist once again. Like I know, I don't know about you guys, but I noticed there was a lot more um, diverse plays being used against the Eagles. A lot more experimentation. I and yeah. and this kind of back this kind of backs up my theory. It's like there's been certain games where um, we're not showing our card to defenses, mm. and it's cost us. It's like yeah. we're we're sticking to our very basic. Doing the the same repetitive um, thing over and over in terms of our series of free and out whatever and stuff like that, but it really came to like just even that game that did not even matter. It's like we were throwing some really some fun, like really nice football and offensive steam, and and I'm just wondering, it's like, is that is this what was really coming to? It's like, are we really saving the really good stuff to against the playoffs? I don't know. But it's yeah. worth talking about, you know. You know what? You, you, you probably you probably right. And just to flip back to kind of what which Super Bowl was in now? Oh, don't do, I been... will take that bet. Sorry, Jamie. I am. T- I'll take that bet. Uh, honestly, dog, I am with you on that one hundred percent. I am. Yeah, <laughs> I like sign it. me up to that. <laughs> I think what it what it be what it the Super Bowl win over the Bills, um, and. The I think Jimmy Johnson said, didn't he? That, that I think he'd just been watching some random news yep. channel and they'd yeah. been doing, yeah. they were doing the shuffle pass, pass and, they'd not, and they'd not played it all year. So, teams yeah, definitely yeah. do it, Paul. I agree there. Teams definitely do it. That the, the, they've held some stuff back and mm. it's on purpose, like you say, because you want, like you say, now, now you're in now you're in one and done mode. So, yeah. you've, like, you've got to bring yeah. something like, like, a little bit fluid to the table. Chris, the reason I say this, and Lauren, I'm pretty sure you can back me up on this. Like, see when when it, like Chris, me and Lauren played for our respective teams, Edinburgh and East Kilbride. But when we start off, you start off with a basic package, and as the season mm-hmm. goes along, you bring new installs into your yeah. offense or new defensive schemes to kind of like based on like um, schemes of who you're playing against and whatever and that, and try and uh, like expand your offense horizons. And I think that's what might be the case in this scenario, where like they're doing all these nice plays in practice, but they're not showing it out on the main public yet till it's really necessary. So, and I don't know, like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pure like my, my, my cogs are turning lately right and I'm just like I <laughs> want to believe that's the case, but at the same time I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean you, you look at you look at the Cowboys Super Bowls in the seventies and the, there was always at least you know, Tom Landry used to go for exotics all the time. I mean 
Robert Newhouse throwing a touchdown pass on a on a fullback option um, in Super Bowl twelve. Um, you've got the the shotguns, the, the Boots Johnson catch that you know probably wouldn't have been ruled a catch nowadays. Um, scored scored in that game as well. You know, there's all sorts of things, and it, it as as Paul says, you set things up by getting the the basics set up. We used to run a, a counter tray um, um, run, and by the by the end of the season, guys were seeing that you know we they, they could almost tell when we were going to run that. So we then brought in something that gave and, them the and look to the that same, they were going right, to run that. Same yeah. scheme, but you're running. And then we ran a pa- we ran yeah. a pass off. We ran a pass off that. So obviously that then brings your defense up, going all right. They're going to run this. They're going to run this. Bring the safety up for and you're like, run support, and you <laughs> there you go. And yeah. you know that got our wide receiver sneaking right through past the safety, and uh, you know we got touchdowns off of that. So um, everybody is calling their shot tonight. Valenti has just come in with a Dak to Wilson. Hey, Wilson. I'll take that Dak too. Touchdown. Yeah. Why not? I'll I'll take that too. <laughs> Like, you see what we want? We want this kind of confidence from everybody going into going into this weekend. Like, I, like, I think when it comes you to said the, the what, C I, word. Yeah, confidence <laughs> is on ha- par. It's on par, not high. Don't yet, not high yet. say the C <laughs> word. Which C word are you talking about? I've into trouble before. <laughs> Never mind, Jimmy. Never mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, like when it comes to the, the that, like, that was that was Graham that kept on saying that in that that yeah. particular that, yeah. In, in yeah. all fairness, it was mostly Graham that kept mostly saying that one line, <laughs> and uh, yeah, then, then Mike tried to make me say it, and when I said it, that's when it really fell apart. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. It started it started at Kansas, and it started and. Thanksgiving, so and that's why we completely ditched it. Mm. Uh, yeah. The, oh yeah, Dan Reeves, yeah. Dan Reeves yep. passed away last week, so great, great memory there that he did throw the fullback touchdown to Lance Rensel in the Ice Bowl game. Um, Ralph Neely also passed away this week as well. Um, yeah, he was a, he was a great offensive lineman in the seventies and early eighties, yeah. I think. So just just to go back on a point there that Jamie kind of mentioned earlier on, and Joe was kind of brought it up here. So it'd be nice if Zeke had a fullback like Moose Johnson blocking, like like he had for Emmett. And it's one thing I've noticed in recent weeks with Zeke, he's getting to the line and he's just about to go through and someone is getting hand on on the back of a jersey or something like that. How yeah. close do you think is he to busting a 50 or 60 yard house run? By size of a ball here, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like, 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 and this is where I, I, I keep seeing this, like as much as I love, like he's a, he's a fan favorite within UK Cowboys. I would love to bring back Keith Smith as our fullback. I really would. I don't know mm-hmm. about you guys, because yeah. he really complimented our offense and complimented Dak and Zeke and gave that extra dimension when mm-hmm. it comes to the run game. And yeah. when it comes to this blocking scheme, he could hit like a truck. Mm-hmm. Like you're, yeah. you're seeing, you're, and you're see, and you're seeing the result of that with Patterson with the Falcons right now because of Keith Smith. There were a lot of surprise when that that move happened because I can't remember who it is that we brought in. Um, 
but the, the co- contract wise, they were essentially the same contracts. Um, mm. but I think Steve Smith was a, a little bit younger. I say he was playing, he was playing well. Um, he converted so, from oh, linebacker. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, there was a there was a lot of surprise. So yeah, I'm surprised that it happened and I definitely would be on that train with your Paul to get him back in because yeah, he's he's, he's done well. He's, he's I mean he's played the other side of the ball, so he he, he knows how to, to go through and how to create a lot of holes. And yeah. and just and just to kind of Iterate how important fullbacks are as well as yeah, yeah like yeah. forty nines will show us what a fullback look like, and that's a uh, what's his name Yurishik. How do you how do you uh, pronounce Yuschik. his name? Yuschik, Yuschik. Yeah. Yuschik. Like, yeah, like like don't get me wrong, he is not like a Mike Mike Al shot or whatever, not, but he's still a good decent fullback. He does exactly what he's supposed yeah. to do in terms of his job role. Yeah. He does his job mm-hmm. very well, but uh, and he's he is he is useful coming out of the backfield as well. Catching yeah. the odd pass in the flat as well, and taking yeah. it out the field. Yeah. So. The, the odd wee screen pass from from him as well. Yeah, yep. like without getting into too much detail about Sunday's game, like yeah. we're talking about use check, we can talk about Debo Samuel coming out of the backfield, and yet you can be sure Kyle Shanahan will probably pull someone like Jack Wilson. I know we, in. Keep, we, we you we, just we, never know with who he's going to play yeah. out of the backfield. I know we we keep, we keep diverting away for next week because we're yeah. just that, that excited. We're that excited. Yeah. But. <laughs> but another guy going to give give well, sorry. Before we do get off Zeke, another another point that came up in another record that we had. Zeke has now played six seasons in the NFL and has had twelve. Uh, 1,250 yards from scrimmage in each of the six seasons. Sonny himself and Danny and Tomlinson have done that. You know, I mean, for, for, for all the flack that a lot of this support base gives to Zeke, he's still Did done you, that uh, in recently, six seasons. He's still the best blocking running back. In oh, absolutely, Brian. Like, like when it yeah. comes to pass protection, yeah, still, I still think he's the best pass protecting running back. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not all about rushing; it's all about protecting your quarterback as well. And mm. and if that's one thing Zeke does, you know, how to make a good bloody block, like for yeah. for for his a guy his size. But it's funny that you mentioned that. Like, it seems to be ever since Zeke signed the contract, his new mm. contract, it seems like short. Like, okay. Justify it, justify it, justify it. It seems to be, you know what I mean? It seems to yeah, be. Yeah, Valenti, I'm afraid I disagree with you this year. Yeah, I don't think oh, you're going to get a lot of people no, disagreeing with you no. here, Valenti. Do, do, do a do you thousand know yard rushing season, 13 touchdowns this season. I'm sorry, you, know, you really just, need to go back and look. At it it. May, I can understand just, why he might say it. He might be not be looking. You know, he's not getting the the long twenty five yeah. yard plus rushes that we're used to seeing. But he is literally breaking down defenses, and that to yeah. me is more effective. And there's my anything. point. There's there's the point I was going to make. He's still averaging over four yards a carry, and there are a lot of backs in this league that would yeah. love to have that that sort of average. And I mean, yeah. If you look, if you look at the we, number, we love you, Valente, but we have to disagree on that one, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> you look yeah. at the number of thousand yard receivers. Uh, sorry, thousand yard rushers this year. It's at an all time low. So much so that Derek Henry, who hasn't played week eight, um, 
has 935 yards and is in the top 10 for rushing this year. Yeah. I mean, that, know, just, that just goes to show how much of a passing league this has become. And just to back up uh, Lauren's point here, Cooper Cup, he's just short of 2,000 yards. Yeah. Like, I mean... And, and go on, Jamie. You know what? Take it away. I just, just literally just looked at looked at his, his rushing stats for his entire career. Yeah. And, if, and when you sit there and you look and you go, hmm, he's had off, he's had an off, a bit of an off season. He had a bit of off season the other year. The over season the other year. He played six. He's played six seasons in the NFL and Zeke. He's rushed for more than a thousand yards four of those times. Yeah. And the other two times were just shy of a thousand. And one of those he was so, four games. And it was so he was uh, he had sixteen thirty one, nine eighty three, fourteen thirty four, thirteen fifty seven, nine seventy six, uh, nine seventy nine, and he's just broke just over a thousand this year. How that's even if he has an an off season, he's still in a fact pretty much a thousand yards a season. Like, I can understand why people might be criticizing Zeke this year. Like, he may not look the same, but like I said, like it's been a different. If you want to blame someone, blame it in our offense, uh, offensive coordinator. If that's the case, why is he not getting as many carries? If he was getting more carries, he actually might have been actually getting more yards as well. And so. If, if I just jump in here, Paul, just for a second, and Andy, I'm not having a go at you when I say this, right, that he's not Derrick Henry. Zeke is not Derrick Henry. If you look, they did actually pull up the stat on this this year, or on on Saturday night, and said that Zeke's carries this year were about 240, right? Yeah, Derrick Henry carried the ball nearly 400 times a year. So, no, you're not comparing, like, like, Derrick Henry doesn't have a Tony Pollard, a Thunder and Lightning effect at running back. Derrick Henry is the offense of the Tennessee Titans. So it's not really fair to say he's no Derrick Henry because you're not comparing like with like when you mm-hmm. make that comparison. And, I mean, well, well, and just and throw it to know, and throw it if you look at all the different running backs in the league, Saquon Barkley, injured, not the same player. Derek Henry going to be the same player now he's had this injury. Maybe not. Mm. The, 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 um, the Panthers, Christian McCaffrey, arguably yeah. top, top three running back in the league. Apparently yeah. he's on the block this year. Yeah. Now, if, if, if he's all kind of all pro, these amazing running back, you don't put him on the block. You build your team on him. Zeke's been, the, this, the, yeah. the offense has been built around Zeke and his strengths from day one. Zeke's never yeah. been anywhere close to the block, even when he had all this off-field issues. And yeah, Derrick Henry's a, a brilliant running back, but I would still take Zeke over Derrick Henry just because Zeke yeah. is a more well-rounded player on yeah. rushing see, and in receiving. See, I'm the same. Andy, like... Andy's come back with this, and I would say that our offense has changed considerably in the years that Zeke has been in the league. I mean, mm. just we've gone from. Uh, Linehan's offense, which was, you know, particularly we, back in those days as well, we still had running game Moses as our offensive line coach. Yeah. Um, and, you know, 
the, the focus there for Jason Garrett was obviously establish the run, get the pass off off the back of that. This is completely changed, and this is a more of a of a killing more a Mike McCarthy offense. Mm. Mike McCarthy's Mike McCarthy's running backs. Yes, Aaron Jones always or whoever was the Green Bay running Eddie back Lacy. always, seemed to, yeah, Lacy, always yeah. seemed to pick on our on our defense and always seem to put up a rushing rushing yardage against in those games against us. But I mean, other than that, their their offense their offensive game was always pass, um, mm. and and use use the running backs catching passes out of the backfield more more like the West Coast style of offense that has been in the um, in McCarthy's uh, breeding uh, throughout the, throughout the coaching. Well, to look at. <laughs> Go on, Jamie. I'll bring you in the second. I was just going to say, what what would be a good stat to look at is how many times teams in the league have had three legitimate receivers that could be on on one roster that could be a wide receiver one in any other team in the league and the running back has still broke a thousand yards. I bet there's not many in history. That's what the Cowboys had this year. Could say they had it last year and they almost broke a thousand yards last year. Yeah. Paul, go on, take it away. Like, there's, you can talk about, like, Zeke and stuff like that. There's been a lot of surprise elements who the Russian leaders are. There's been running backs that should have done better, that haven't performed. And, and one name is standing out of my mind is like one player you would expect to be brilliant this year would have been Alvin Kamara, and he's mm. not really produced. Like I'm looking, at, I'm yeah. literally looking at the Russian stats right now. So you've got Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon, Najee Harris, Dalvin Cook, Antonio Gibson, then Zeke at number seven. So Zeke is the number seven ranked running back in the league. Um, no. Paul if, I, Paul, if I ask you a question, if you can see this on the stats that are there, how many carries has each of those players got? Over they all carried. I guess most of those guys carried over 300 times. All of them, all of them carried more than the least. Yeah. Seat is, is definitely got the least. Jonathan Taylor has got the most by. Hold on, let me just reiterate that statistic. Yeah. So, so Jonathan yeah. Taylor, 332. Najee Harris is second right. with, with 307. Joe yeah. Mixon, 292. Gibson, 258. Cook, hmm. 249. Kamara, 240. He's been yeah. the biggest disappointment this year, um, and Zeke by two feet seven. Yeah, and the uh, the so, only one, the one, the only person lower, uh, lower uh, attempts that is actually higher. Nick Chubb. Exactly, Nick Chubb is probably mm-hmm. the one that's actually exceeded yeah. expectations this year. Yeah, and, and look, again, got, he's I'm, got he's got the one two, but he's got the one two punch with Kareem Hunt with as Kareem well. Hunt. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and. I'm going to pull up a point here because I think Lloyd makes this quite well. Kamara would have been better this season if he still had Drew Brees and Michael Thomas in the team, which he didn't have. Teams yeah. loaded the box against Kamara. So 
it's a team game. It's a team game. It's a team game. At the end of the day, I still wouldn't swap Zeke for any of those guys for the simple fact, if you look at the Isaiah Simmons strip sack and fumble last week against Dak, if Zeke hadn't been there, Dak was dead. He Simmons was coming that far and no other running back in the league could have picked up that block. None. Absolutely none of them could have done that. Sorry, Brian. But then just just looking at all those running backs that that finished with stats above Zeke, only only one of them had a decent QB. Yeah, and that was Nathan Harris. Everybody else, it was literally they were the focal point. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor, the focal point in Indy. Nick Chubb, focal point in Cleveland. Joe Mixon. Well, actually, that's right too. Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon, Jeremy. That they had. Yeah, so you eat so we'll, we'll, that. yeah, Dalvin Cook, Cousins, Antonio Gibson. I mean, the, well, even if, any of us, any of us three might as well play QB for Washington. And so, I mean, there was there's only only two that, that above finished above Zeke in Washington that, that probably weren't the focal point of their offense. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that's that that is a point well made in terms of what you're saying, Jamie. Go just, just, just one more thing, like, like and. I, and this is kind of grows up to like um uh, like we were a running team like a uh, like the scene. I'd for now I would say we're now turning more into a an more combined, well rounded yeah, team. More, uh, like it's it's more diverse team. Like like we're we're, we're like if it was under Jason Garrett, still yeah, primarily we'd be still be running mm. that run first option pretty much yeah um but i think since mccarthy's came in and we knew that was going to be the case because we've mccarthy's always been more of a quarterback passing um offense in terms of when he was at green bay with aaron Rodgers and and, and you know so um yeah, yeah so for, for me it's i wouldn't say we're not that running team anymore and i think zeke's kind of yeah. accepted that and he's now taking on that team leadership role yeah on that and yeah, out and yeah, I like like even though he maybe not be getting all the stats in the world, like as long as he's yeah. putting point, as long as we're winning games, that's what matters. So, like I think that this is this is the thing, and this is a great comment from DJ Dog. Is he's he's a team player. He makes sure Tony Pollard gets his carries. He went and got the balls back for Terrence Steele and Jaquan Hardy when they got their touchdowns. You know, that's that's what the guy is about. It, he doesn't care about his stats. He's not looking to pad his stats and do anything. He just wants to win football games. And that's what's most important to Zeke, not anything else. I, I, and I think the biggest fundamental where we've just completely forgotten about is our offensive line. How like mm. we've we've ta- we talked about our old line yeah. have been very uh, like well below par this whole season, like from Corner Williams, which I'll get to him in a wee second, like, again, <laughs> right? But um, like from missing uh, Tyron Smith Tyron. for a couple of weeks, yeah. then there's Lyle Collins with the whole first five games of the season. There's the whole situation with Bayard has been very inconsistent, like like <sighs> like like. Like th- th- this is opening a whole new kind of list, but this overall yeah. affects the run game. If if, if, yeah. if offensive linemen are not making the proper blocks 
and making their and, and making or, or making blocks that they should yeah. have been done with ease from their assignment and completely doing the wrong, completely different thing from double yeah. blocking and completely missed their different assignment, then you're bound to get mm. your running back hitting at the line of scrimmage. That's all. Yeah. So, but and there was another point can I made there is I would yeah. trade Zeke for Henry. I would say no because no. obviously right now. Henry's just coming back from an injury, like just from I'm channeling from general perspective. He's coming back from a massive yeah. injury. We don't know what the situation is with Derek Henry, blah blah blah. But yeah. I'd still and plus if we were to try and trade away Zeke, like I don't know, I don't know what that would do in terms of cap yeah. or anything like that. It's yeah, I don't know. Titans will be one and done in the playoffs. Yeah, that's a great comment. That's a great comment, Andy. Yeah. yeah, I just want to make one one comment before we move on and talk about the offensive line. One of the reasons Jonathan Taylor this year has performed so well, and Lauren, I think you you know where I'm going with this. O line, how much have Indianapolis invested in first round picks Quentin in O line? Quentin Is Nelson, that... the best right guard in the league. Yeah, he's Wayne actually a, he's he's above Zach Martin right now. As much yeah. as I hate him, as, as much as I hate to admit that, I love Zach Martin with every inch of my heart. But Quentin Nelson sorry. is sorry. sorry, Quentin Nelson is the left guard actually. So we I can say best guard. left guard. Yeah, no, I think he's left guard. Is he? Am I I'm wrong? Guard. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's right guard. I'm pretty sure he's right guard. Wait a minute. But Wait a minute. as you say, it's 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 a catch him between. Yeah. Quentin Nelson and Zach Martin has been the two best guards in this league. Ryan Kelly is one of the best centers in this league as well. Their tackles are some of the best tackles in this league. They have built themselves up for the run game. We've tore our our wall of Dallas down from what it was. So as you can see, Zeke's numbers have gone like this because we haven't invested in the O-line. But Jamie, you make your point, and then we we'll throw the ball for you. No, I'm just going to say that they, you hit the nail. They are what the Cowboys' offense was probably four years ago. They are now. That is the best offensive line in this league. If if they would have had a decent quarterback, you would you would argue that they would probably be the favorites to win the Super Bowl this year if they had a quarterback. They probably need a couple of receivers as well. But Paul. Take it away. I know you've been itching to say something about Connor Williams, and I'm going to then tear Tyler Beatish asunder. If I see Connor Williams causing one more freaking play that is going to cost us 20 yards upfield when he didn't have to hold or whatever, I'm going to lose my shit. And I'm sorry I'm going to have to use that word there, but Connor Williams is done for me. I have had enough of him. He's cost us so many times throughout the whole season. He all he cost us not once but almost twice in that Patriots game. And I'm just like, do we not have any other better option to put in there for a like a pass potato in the left guard position? To like, be fair, what? Paul, we've tried. I mean, McGovern has shown he can't do it. He got three games and didn't do it. Collins, Collins. <clears throat> maybe, maybe, Jamie, maybe, but I mean, I'm, I'm not going to defend Connor Williams when I, when I say the following line as well. Connor Williams is again in a situation where he doesn't know who's playing left tackle and he doesn't trust 
the he doesn't trust his center. Of course, Lloyd's going to say that. Yeah. Oh, when's the yeah, last, time, right, when's the last right. time that team won a, won a national championship? Wait, right? wait, wait, we're not talking policy <laughs> here. But this is the thing, right? Connor Williams has had to play with different left tackles each week. And the guy inside of him playing center is not good enough for this team. If this team wants to win a Super Bowl, they need to replace the center. And if you look at the snaps that Marnie, Matt Farniel played, at the weekend, Matt Farnett yeah, actually looked. He played decent. well. I will give him credit. Matt Farnett actually really impressed me during that game. He really did. He yeah, did. and he, and even with some of the pre-snap reads that he was reading as well, it did. Yeah, Biadish always seems to be when he when he's changing protection, it seems a lot rushed, and you yeah. know he's oh god, look look, such and such is moving and all this sort of stuff. Farniok was right, okay, set the edge there, uh, protections yeah. here, and snap the ball. Um, yeah. And we were getting a, we were getting a cleaner, cleaner snap there. Um, oh, 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 DJ Dog, you've just made my night. So for anyone who does, so for anyone who Edu- doesn't see this. Educate me, Brian. Educate me. So. DJ Dog's comment is we need to draft the, that centre from Iowa in the next draft. The man he's talking about is the man I've been on all season, Tyler Linderbaum, who is an absolute what a animal. Name. What a he is name. a beast of a centre from Iowa. He can play, he is a centre. He can also play guard. Dane has him projected right. in the top 10, which you never hear for a centre. That is how highly rated Dan Brugler has this guy. I don't want to hear he can also play this. I just want a player that plays a specific position. Yeah. And that's <laughs> uh, and that's his core. Like yeah. when we start when we start moving players that were supposed to be tackles and moving them into guards, that's exactly what's gonna happen. We're getting mediocre. Yeah. Like so um, this is uh, like I you can go back to episodes at the very start of the season and I was calling Tyler Linderbaum as our first round pick. That is the guy I would take uh, but I don't think he's going to be available to us when we're picking because I think he will go much higher than that. He, I think Dane had him as the seventh best player in his top 50. Wow, that's... that's so Dane that Brugler. tells you how that, that, good this guy that, is. Was that Dane saying that as well? Dane Brogler said that. Wow. It was either seven or nine I think. Lauren, you might know. I'll I'll just open the athletic quickly. Just a minute. Yeah. But <laughs> look, we're now we're nearly an hour and fifteen minutes. About the defense shit. Yeah. So um, let's let's. Flip. Mike is gonna kill us. Hey. <laughs> 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 okay. So defense. Yeah. Um, so first drive. Look, first drive. I'll say that. I'll say this. First drive. God awful. Rest of the game, <laughs> no complaints. Really, yeah. I can't really complain yeah. about the rest of the game. But that first drive was god awful. Yeah, like they they needed a serious kick in the pants 
after that first drive. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> just, but they did turn just, around. Just to say, on our private chat uh, within uh, the Cowboys admins here, um, Brian was going off on one. He's like, that was a terrible drive. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I completely agree. That was absolutely terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I think the one person that we all want to talk about um from Saturday night's game, Kelvin Joseph and the impressions we've had from him in the last three or four games. Anyone want to take that one? Lauren? <laughs> yeah, I okay, I'll go I'll go with that. I think he's actually it's he's stepped up, he's played well, I think. He's you know he could do with getting uh, behind Anthony Brown on using the jugs machine because he's <laughs> he's had a, he's had a couple of dropped picks this yeah. season in the last couple of games, um, but I mean I thought I thought he played uh, I thought he played coverage really well and I think you know if he can build on that for next season our defensive secondary at least the cornerbacks are going to be good, um, mm-hmm. you know we maybe do you know Anthony Brown's obviously in the final year of the next year of his mm-hmm. contract we could maybe part company with him if we need to. Um, Jordan Lewis, I think, was a bit spotty. So, you know, mm. Nashawn Wright, I thought, played well as well. So, yeah. you know, the, these guys, that they're they're coming in and stepping up. So you, you, you could be playing these guys. Question is, what sort of defence are we going to be playing next year? Are we going to, are we going to have our defensive oh, coordinator back? Don't say but, it, uh, or don't say it. No. I... You know, part, part of me wants to say, you know, the comments he's made in the last couple of weeks saying that he's having so much fun here, he might actually just turn around and say, or, you know, say, look, thank you, I've explored options, but I want to stay here. Jerry might open his, but Jerry might open his checkbook I don't know, Lauren. redo I don't, the I contract. Don't, but I don't know, Lauren, but for the Dolphins, who just sat a coach who was actually really good for the fit of the team, got rid yeah, of them, yeah. and they want to bring and their organization, their GM's just an absolute freaking idiot who seems to be they're getting rid of all the best players. It seems to be like the next Houston Texans by the looks of it. Um, yeah. um and then you've got the Jacksonville Jaguars again, terrible organization, terrible management. If I was a head coach, I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to go there. It's like, just for all you know, you want to, you're pretty much one and done going to these teams. Yeah. Unless unless there's an actual brand new structural change within these organizations. But the organizations have not changed. Yeah. They're just trying they're just yeah. trying to bring someone else in. Like it's like it's, yeah. it's like a feeding frenzy with these teams, you know? Yeah. Yeah. DJ Dog is agreeing with you and saying, Don't Honestly, understand, I, I, I think, fired, shaking think, my head. Honestly, I I cannot believe Brian Flores that he will be the first coach to get picked up easily. Like I think, like mm. let's talk about Chicago and let's talk about the Vikings. I'm no one going off on a tangent, but I think those mm. two those two places will be the top destinations for uh, Brian Flores. Brian Flores, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like be, be, before we kind of get into the defense, let's have a little chat about Dan Quinn and. 
one of the things that we 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 did have said to us uh, or that was said during the game was that Kellen Moore took a two-hour interview with the Jaguars on Friday night, and Dan Quinn spent a lot of this the previous week preparing him for that. So for me, that sounds like a guy who I don't think is leaving Dallas. Yeah, right. So I I I can't see him leaving. I think. A lot of people said Jerry will open the cash book to keep Callum Moore around. I think there's more chance he, he'll open the checkbook to keep Dan Quinn around because if we change from Dan Quinn, we're going on to a fourth defensive coordinator in four years. We had last year's draft, which was effectively an awful lot of what Dan Quinn likes in defenders, and you don't know what you're going to get. So I think Dan Quinn's staying around. I, 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 I think so. I would say Kellen Moore is probably more and more the more question mark about the two mm. of them for sure. Um, yeah. But I, I I I am tend to be on the agreement. I think we will still see both of them here. I think they're just doing the whole interviews just to say they're putting names in the hat just to kind of make speculation, try and get mm. other coach other names that people don't consider and get them hired instead. Like I mean, the whole scenario when it came to when we were looking for a new head coach. There was um, uh, Lincoln Riley and all that stuff. That like mm-hmm. there, there was all that talk, but eventually we actually decided to go with Mike McCarthy. You know, which made yeah. sense. So yep. yeah, now they'll, they'll they'll both be back next year. Jerry won't let either of them go. He'll let them interview. That's just the process. And a, a lot, a lot of clubs in other sports are like it. If if you don't let. If you, don't, if you don't let staff interview elsewhere, they're not going to come to you because they know you're going to stick them in. Here's it's the thing. a natural process. They'll, they'll yeah. be back that next year. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, Jamie. Here's the thing, and I think this is what Jerry and Stephen are thinking right now, is that if mm. it's like they're happy of how the coaches are this year, they want to try and mm. keep that try and keep that relationship going. So yeah. if... if if a team was to come over, offer Kellen Moore, say for example, I don't, I don't know what the wages are for NFL coaches or whatever not, but say mm. for example, they offer Kellen Moore ten million dollars to be the next NFL head coach for Jackson or something. It's like, okay, well, well, if that, well, we value more than that. Where do I give you a, a eleven point five to mm. just to be an offensive coordinator? Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like, like I think that's what Jerry yeah. and Stephen are now in that situation. Then there's no salary yeah. when it comes to coaches, so they can offer yeah. stupid amounts of money to keep these coaches here. Yeah, like if 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 you look at the guys who are going to be available for head coaching positions, obviously Brian Flores is going to be available. Joe Judge is going to be available. David Coley's available. Does talk Josh McDaniels is in the running for the Houston Texans role. So Eric the enemy has to somehow get he a hold of this. Well, yeah. well, that's been discussed recently. Yeah. It's Bellamy Greg Roman has to get a head coaching job. Eric Bellamy will be a head coach at some point. Yeah. So you have names there that will get him get them so i can see where jamie's going in terms of Callum Moore will be back but lauren go on jump in there i was going to say the the other one that's been talked about and again he has um history with dallas as well as uh, matt eberflus the defensive mm-hmm. coordinator for the colts he's yeah. he's been linked to a few of the jobs as well mm. um yeah and i think mike zimmer will get another job somewhere as well 
I maybe not as a, I, I don't think he'll be back as a head coach though. I think he'll yeah. be more. Do you think so? I think he might get back as a head coach, but if we were to lose one of our coordinators, I would not have a problem with Mike Zimmer being in Dallas. Oh, absolutely. That, that is absolutely. something I was thinking that you know, yeah. if it if it happened that Quinn leaves, I I would bring. I'm sure Jerry would actually be on the phone to Mike mm. Zimmer straight away. Um, and I think Mike Mike Zimmer, you know, much the same way as we've talked about Wade Phillips, we've said Dan Quinn certainly shown that he has the pedigree as a defensive coordinator. Maybe he doesn't have the capabilities to be a head coach, but um, you you know, Mike Zimmer is another one of these guys. I think if you brought him in as a defensive coordinator for any team, he would turn that team around. Um, so I'd I'd quite happily have uh, uh, Mike Zimmer back. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd be I'd be very surprised if Josh McDaniels got a head coaching job. He's he he showed in Denver that he's not head coach material. Great offensive coordinator. Mm. He he would he would if like I say Paul Mitchell, he'd, he'd, he'd be he'd be he'd be back in New he'd be back in New England within two years as offensive coordinator. Yeah. He's not head coach material for me. Yeah. But Andy, you're still paying for it. <sighs> yeah. So, just a comment here from DJ Dog. The Colts are on the hook for Wentz's contract. No, they're not. The Eagles had to pay for it this year. Uh, maybe next year the Colts will be on the, will be on it. But they also don't force round pick, and that, that makes me laugh. Let's not forget that pick is nowhere near as valuable as the Eagles thought it was going to be halfway through this season. So, there we go. And I can't believe I actually just said their name. <laughs> I'm disgusted with myself. But throwing it back to actually talking about the defensive performance then on Saturday evening, Paul, name rolling through the screen. Neville Gallimore, five tackles, two tackles for a loss. He had a good game. I am am officially invested in getting my Neville Gallimore jersey now. There we go. That's that's now going to be my next official Dallas Cowboys jersey, Neville Gallimore. Yeah. I'd, I I think he's going to be an absolute stud in the years to come. Like I really I really do. Like I've I've never been so hyped up about a defensive tackle in my life until yeah. getting Neville Gallimore. Like after watching this college film and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. I can't I can't really. I've I've been talking about his. I've been praising about him since he came to Dallas from from, from the day they get go, and it's been a. It's not been the quickest progression from Gallimore. But the talent is there, and we are starting to see the glimpses of it. And to be fair to the the player himself, Paul, I don't think it was ever a talent issue. I think it was just more that there was niggling injuries there that held him back the whole time. When he's been on the field, he has been productive. And don't forget, I think last year's uh, defensive scheme completely screwed them over, to be fair. So, screwed the yeah, whole over. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, but, but under this year, he seems to be like under again, and this is more credit that more credit towards Dan Quinn and yeah. we've, and and Adam Dard. Adam Dard has got him playing that the way that we actually would recognize him from the way he played in college, and yeah. he's just been a disruptive force in the middle of the field, and it's really that we're not we're not seeing what was our biggest problem 
last season was the uh, running backs going through the middle of our defense. We're not yeah. seeing that. We're seeing that being more than half now. More than yeah. half. Yeah. If anything, what the, what our offenses are doing now is QB scrambles. That seems <clears> to be our Achilles heel now, is the QB yeah. scrambles. Yeah, and I mean, if if you look at Tristan Hill as well, Tristan Hill, yes, you know, he he was he was on the outside looking in because he was obviously starting on the pop list this year. He when he got activated and before Gallimore, it came back as well. It, you know, he he came in with firing his pants. Um, you know, somebody letting you know all this talk about Gallimore and all that. You know, the 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 fire had been lit under Tristan Hill. And I mean, watching yeah. tri- watching Tristan Hill chasing down Gardner Minshew, you know, <laughs> and he he had a couple he had a couple of tackles for loss as well in the game. On yeah, um, uh, you know, he was in the backfield being a force to be reckoned with. Uh, Tank was th- this this defensive line. We Terrell Bash. you know we we t- we talked this weekend or we talked this off season about how this defensive line we. It was an unknown factor. We we had inklings of what Tristan Hill could have been. Could he come back from injury? We we knew what Gallimore was once we'd got rid of the 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 big fridge um, progress stopper that was. I'm not Boy, mentioning it, Paul. I'm not mentioning <laughs> uh, the the progress stopper that was on the field last season for the first bit. Um, you know. We didn't know what we had. We didn't know how Carlos Watkins would fit. We didn't know how Brent Urban would yeah. fit in. And all of these guys, I, I mean, we've got decisions. You talk about the decisions we've got to make at receiver. You've got decisions to make at defensive tackle because Urban's free agent. Watkins is a free agent this year as well. Um Again, you're probably talking that we've only got Gallimore and we've got Tristan Hill for one more year. Um, yeah, you got to, We've got lots of decisions. Yeah, you got you 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 got Goldston coming up. You got Odigizuwa as He's well. Yeah, you know this defense. Now the 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 one slight concern is that you know Philadelphia did seem to be rushing the ball against us this this yeah. week. Um, you could say that. Yeah. You could say the lack of having Parsons there. Um, <coughs> And relying on Keanu Neal, who I'm afraid has been a bit of a, a bust for us this season. We, we yeah. thought he'd be coming in and um, obviously knowing what Dan Quinn's scheme was. But Dan Quinn's scheme has changed. You know, he he was a 4-3 guy. It's been more 3-4, if, if anything, this year. It hasn't fit Keanu Neal properly this year. Um Ooh. But that you know we have had issues with the 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 run defense at, at points. We have leaked a few long runs, and mm. if any team is going to take advantage of that, it's a Shanahan team that we're going to be facing this weekend. So we yeah. hopefully the fact that Parsons is back that stiffens it up a little bit. Um, but the defense yeah. played adequately, and I mean at, at no point once we got. Um, you know, I remember just before half time, uh, we were talking that you know, get get. We were talking we were going to go. Um, oh, <laughs> wow! So I, I, really, I, I really wanted him to, to stay. 
Hold on. Like, I, to, sorry, so I, Andy, I, we need to verify that. Hold on a minute. I, I was just, so Paul, I was just waiting for Lauren to finish up because I had actually had two pieces of information. So Joe Judge is the first piece, and the second piece then is that the Broncos will have new owners this summer. New owners? New owners. That's, so the, that, that's been in the pipeline on it. Yeah. Is, yeah, that one, yeah. So what does that mean? Is like John Elway is gone or what? John, no, John Elway is, he's, I think he's even higher than GM at this stage. He's kind of a yeah. president or something like that. Yeah. But it will be a new ownership. It's still the Bolin family, um, yeah. mostly. Um, yeah. But obviously they were looking, you know, they they didn't have the same passion that um, the, uh, uh, Pat Bolin, is it? I want to say. Pat Bolin, yeah, the, that's it. Since late father Pat Bolin. Or died, yeah. yeah, last year. Yeah. So change of change wow. of ownership coming there. So yeah. it is breaking. Joe Judge Rappaport is yeah, reporting Rappaport, Yeah, I've, I've just seen Adam Sheffner's tweet there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Damn it. Damn! There's just there's one there that keeps clicking across the bottom. <laughs> Go on, Jamie. Bring it. Bring it. Take there's, it home. There's, there's one name that keeps flashing across the bottom, and it's. So I'm a little bit disappointed because nobody mentioned him, and 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 these kind of the guys that help fill the roster. Luke Gifford. He's, he's had a quietly pretty decent season when he come in. Wasn't expected to, to mm. do a lot, but he had a fairly good yeah. game in the weekend. And yeah. he's, he's been steady all year. And those are the kind of the guys you want on a roster that yeah. take advantage of the snaps. <laughs> Andy, Andy, Andy is coming back with the savage comment. I'll, 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 I'll double down on Andy. They still got Kenny Galladay for 17 million. <laughs> they still got Saquon Barkley. Well, but Barkley's still a good player, in all fairness. He's still a good player. And, and, but, and when, they've when, been when that bad this year. When you pay a, pretty much a third-string wide receiver pretty much from the Detroit Lions to play as a, a number one wide receiver, it's not going to happen. So, sucks to be the and, then, and, and it shows how bad they are when they pick up um, a not-wanted linebacker. Oh, God. Like, yeah. you, you, don't, you know, Jamie, don't. Don't. You, you, yeah, you, you, keep talking about Luke Gifford, Jamie. Keep talking about Luke. Uh, you know what I'm. You know what I'm seeing from all that, like, like from like all the other rivals in our divisions, like from Eros and the 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 copycats, the copycats, the Washington copycats. It's like we would rather to see Matt Niley be the new coach rather than Brian Flores. That I actually agree with. I don't want mm. Brian Flores. I don't want Brian to go to New York. No, do, do you know no what? Chance. I'm I'm I'm, ex- I'm extremely surprised that George wasn't the first coach sat here. He was that part. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you actually, if you actually, I follow um, Annie Agar on Twitter. Oh. She produ- she produces a weekly video which is like a, talking about teams having meetings on over yeah. Zoom, and this week's one is absolute fire. Um, yeah. I. I I tell Seminite. you to go and watch that because it's yeah. fantastic this week. Yeah, I've, yeah, I, I, I've, retweet, I've retweeted it already yeah, today. Yeah. So, um, so um, go and follow my Twitter page and uh, yeah. you'll see it there. So, um, yeah. So, Andy just bringing up a point here. Carlos Basham is another man who deserves, or Terrell Basham, sorry, 
who deserves a bit of praise from the weekend in terms yeah. of the numbers are just rolling through. I think he had four tackles. Sorry, it's coming through now in a second. I think it's three tackles at the sack. He had two tackles for a loss and two quarterback hits. That for a guy who's your fourth, maybe fifth defensive end, that is that's amazing numbers. Do me a favor, bring like you know I was talking about Kenny Galladay just to be sitting there. Bring this next comment up, please. please oh, absolutely, up. yes. <laughs> well. <laughs> Oh, oh Paul, Paul, you've just oh no, I actually deleted it. <laughs> Hold on. Keep you keep talking there, gentlemen. Oh no, I, I'm just I'm just happy with that comment there. Like uh <laughs> yeah. Like it's true, like it's and this just kind of starts to show how our defense is that freaking good right now when but it just shows also shows the the disarray of our rivals right now right the giants as you just saw there they just fired the head coach david gettleman well he's retired <laughs> i do not believe that for a second he's been fired but you've just given mm. the option to retire so um and obviously what happened with jason unfortunately jason Garrett, like what well, well, not unfortunate but fortunate that you know what i mean these like former cowboy don't yeah. want to see him don't want to see him be out of the job and whatnot no. but, but but you know what i mean but but the fact is it's like the, the, the giants are just a, oh god they're just an absolute bombshell it's now becoming yeah. more of it then no it should be and now there's the whole situation with their um they're getting sued by the state of new york did you hear but that's the dame and the jets did you not know no. hear about this? Yes. Right, yes. Right, right, right. So, right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> get ready for this, Brian. Get ready for this, Jamie. Get ready for this, everybody. So, it turns out that because they're not technically in New York, they're in New Jersey, right? So, the state mm-hmm. of New York are now are filing for a lawsuit against the both organizations for, I think, $6 billion. $6 billion or something like that. It's, it's a yes. lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's like, surprised. Uh, uh, so I'm just so 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 what they're gonna be the Jersey Giants, the Jersey Jets. So yeah, like so they may have to rechange their um official location because they're not technically in New York. So yeah. I I I I think the the, the it's the Giants and the Jets are actually based in New Jersey and the Buffalo yeah. Bills are based in the, New the York. The Buffalo State. Bills the only team is in the state of New York. It's yeah, only in Buffalo, and nearly of well up north as well. Yeah, so that, you know, that, that, that's 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 around everywhere though, couldn't you? Because if you if we play a game, we technically the Cowboys are not in Dallas if you look at it really. Dallas Fort yeah. Worth Metroplex, they are in Dallas. It's it's no, no, they're in Three Nalin and Allen, they're not. If you, if, you can, if you consider <laughs> the air, if you consider the international airport where technically are, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. I mean, look, Jamie, you should know Leeds Bradford Airport. But but I think that's no, Jamie. It's a different state. It's not. It's not like you're. Yeah. In a oh yeah, yeah. No, you. But you, you know. You know. What I mean, it's it's all. Yeah. It's all. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So it's, 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 it's like for like, like for example, obviously here in the UK, we don't go by states. We're by sovereign state. We're sovereign states like Scotland, England, Wales. So say for example, um, we had a team in Newcastle, but they were regarded as the Scottish claimers. But it's like, but they're not in Scotland. If that makes sense. 
So yeah. it kind of, or for example, like there's the Belfast, I don't know, Belfast, Knights. I don't know, Belfast Knights, but they're situated yeah. in Liverpool, in yeah. England. Like, well, the, the, the best one oh, is oh, uh, just cheers, to kind of throw it off. Is cheers, um, dear. Like my friend Brianna just uh, just uh, just clarified that for me. First, yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, the star. Yeah, it's the that's star. The star yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's well, the that is the training facility, though, my dear. I'll, the, I'll actually I'll yeah. actually remind you of one. I don't know if you'll actually remember this one, but do you remember when Wimbledon used to play in the Premier League? Yes, when he had John Fashion so, and all that. In the late nineties, there were discussions about Wimbledon relocating to Dublin, which is in the Republic of Ireland, where I live, and still being allowed to play in the Premier League That's in not... England. So well, that's just, just that's more what you're talking about when yeah. you be saying, you know, about the, <laughs> but, the about the Giants and Jets playing the, the, the best one. The best one is Chester City. <laughs> their, their, their stadium is actually in two countries. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's in it's in Wales and it's in Eng- and it's in England. It goes across yeah. the border. Mm. Yeah. There we go. I know we've now oh. become more, we're not no longer the Cowboys to the Talking Channel. Right now. <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking about geor- we're National Geographic here. Yeah, but before we do get off, get off the defense, is there anything else you gentlemen would like to talk about, or would you like to flip it over to special teams? No, let's just go straight to special teams because I think we're plenty talking about on that before we finish up. Yeah, Mike Mike kills us for the (laughs) game. So, Look, we'll we'll flip it over, and I'll just bring up the the, the stats. And Paul, you didn't notice my Trayvon Diggs has intercepted segment rolling across <laughs> the bottom. <laughs> but oh, no. if you look at it once more, as we say, Greg Zerline, one field goal, one from one on his field goals from forty eight, and he was six of seven on his extra points. Brian Anger, one point forty four yards. I think we all know where this discussion is going. So one of you take it away. Kickers who miss field goals need fucking booing to the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a lot more harsher what I was going to say. I was going to say you brought in Kai Forbath back into the practice for the guy that was bust. A guy that actually helped save us in so, so many scenarios last season. Mm -hmm. No, was it last season? Or was it two yep. years? Yeah, no, last uh, season. Last season. Last season, uh, no, he went two, 10 for... No, because no, Zerline was, was on the squad last season. Oh. It, it was two years It was two years ago. Yeah, sorry, sorry, apologies. It was, it was, it was, it was the and he went 10 for 10. It, it was the Brett Maher situation. Yeah. That caught, like, so, Kyle Forbath actually salvages that year two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what, man? Like, if he can still, if he's still doing it, I would put him well ahead of Greg Delayed right now. Do we have things that going right now? What 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 I can't I can't pronounce his name, but what about the, the the guy we brought in from the CFL? He did pretty well that game he came in. Why not bring him He's back? with Carolina. He he got picked up and then there's no surprise. He actually was actually pretty decent. I'll just shut up and say Connor. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I did. Yeah. 
I mean, once again, we're going into the playoffs. We have a doubt over our kicker. Yeah, and Lloyd just kind of, kind of, yeah, is backing up. Yeah, what we're kind of saying. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, what... if you think those two gate, those two games, now it might have changed the way our opponents finished off the games, but those two games, we could have been sitting at home this weekend. The Packers. Mm. Um, mm. Could have been lamenting their loss to the Lions, um, yeah. you know. And there's the other thing as well, to, so like Greg's on a massive contract for a kicker. I really yep. like, 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 yeah, like there were there was the option. There was the whole kicker battle that we had between Forbath at during preseason, uh, not preseason, the during training camp, and obviously yeah. we picked Greg because of he's a he's John Fassel's boy, pretty much. That's the main reason why we kept him, but it's it's kind of shown that Greg is not as um as efficient mm. that we kind of hoped out that he would have been. Yeah, he like when it comes to the longest field goals, yeah, he's been great. But it's when it comes to the smaller field goals, the ones that, that it's like it should be a walk in the park, literally just tip tapping it and putting it over the bar. Nah, it's just not happening. I'm gonna send us all home very happy. How about in the Super Bowl in Dallas? Greg the from sixty yards, field goal, and we win the Super Bowl. We'll no, all be forgiven. No, no, it won't all will be forgiven. I'll give them a big massive bonus, but I'll say goodbye and that's it. Well, but yeah. you know what I mean? But yeah, uh, but I, I know where you were kind of going with that. Uh, but it's <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned the Super Bowl could be in Dallas, but it was the whole scenario with what's happening in California uh, right now. Um, so who knows? It could be a Super Bowl in Dallas. We don't know that the venue could change. But but like you said, in that scenario, I'd still not. Like I, I would yeah. thank Greg for winning the Super Bowl, but I wouldn't consider him a legend for winning it or anything like that. Like he did his job, but I, I, I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm getting to. <laughs> I just think there's other kickers out there that can do a more an efficient job out there right now. And all, Andy is making cheaper. a nice point here. He made the overtime kick, which sent the Rams to the Super Bowl. You're really making it harder for me now to really dispute this. <laughs> He's built for the big moment, Paul. And let's not forget well, that's the, thing. the, the that's extra the, point he that, missed was in an outdoor stadium. But that's the problem, though, Brian. That's the problem with Greg. It's like when, when, the, when the things that don't necessarily matter, but it actually ends up being the bigger matter, <laughs> that's when he fails. It's like the extra points, the smaller yeah. field goals. Oh, yeah, we'll make that back by an R touchdown. Yeah, we'll do this. Yeah, we'll run the goddamn ball or whatever on that. But no, it seems to be the difference is we're within three points of a difference or one yeah. point of a difference within the game. And it's because Greg the leg missed the field goal, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. look, that, that is totally fair, but look, we're now 45 minutes into this show and Mike is yeah. going to kill us all. So we're going to wrap it up. Um, 
And so, Paul, I'm going to get you to give the the, the usual shout-out to Barry and the crew of Cowboys Experience. Yes, guys. If you're planning on going to a Dallas Cowboys game this year, we've actually had a couple of inquiries for the San Francisco game already. So we already um, told them to go and, go and check out Cowboys Experience, where Barry and Michael will definitely help you out with regards to game day packages and hotels and whatever and that. As they will try and make your experience as the best it can be. Be sure to go and check them out for the ultimate meet and greet tailgating and alt on also game day packages, like I just mentioned. There. But also be sure to use the discount code UK Cowboys because you would guys, what do you get? You get free, free stuff. stuff. Free. So yeah. chocolate. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Lauren or Jamie, make sure you give a shout out to our, our content creators and friends. Go yeah, on. I mean I mean, I I listen to lots of podcasts every day, build up my build up my knowledge. Um, I listen to all the Cowboys ones. So you've got hanging with the boys, the break, talking Cowboys, mix shots. Um, I also listen to hanging uh, hanging with the boys, um, blogging the boys. Uh, I try and pick up some of KT Funhouse, um, Neil Reynolds' podcast, Coffee with the Coach. All of these. Anything that you can glean from these, you know, will help your knowledge, help form your opinions. Th- think of things different to how you would actually go into each of these as well. And it just makes you think about things a little bit better. Yeah, like I, I will say this, though. It's like don't listen to your Stephen A's or your Shannon yeah. Sharps. Like They're just there for clickbait. They don't really mm. talk about the proper in-depth of the actual team itself. They just basically dip in and dip out. So yeah. if you really want your proper Cowboys content, go with actual Cowboys content creators, as you can yeah. see on the screen. Yeah, and... Uh, as we said, the likes of Big Game James, who was on with us there last ter- last Thursday to preview the game, Cowboys Cowboys Life, um, Jay Talk, Marcus, and Law Nation, Bluff City Cowboy, all of those people are worth a watch. Make sure you tune in, tune in and listen to those. But as we say, we're now 47 minutes in at this stage, and we are going to wrap up. So, I'm gentlemen, it is a good night for me. And see you Thursday for the preview show. Yep, I, I'm going to say that thing. This is the, the 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 longest show we've ever done. So yeah, I will finish we've off. We've done a two-hour one. Oh, we have it. Oh no, no, we have a show. We've, we've done anyway. a we've done a twenty-four hour one as well. Oh, <laughs> I'm a daddy. I'm a I'm an absolute daddy. Anyway, well, it, well, that's definitely home time for me. I'm off to go and get drunk. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out. Have a good rest of the hey, week, guys. We're all on the weekend. Good night, folks. Make sure you tune in nine o'clock for Mike and the team for the preview show. Good night.